I'm Elise Forbes with BYU-Idaho Radio. Barbara Ehart, who is running for House Seat A to represent District 33 in the Idaho House of Representatives, joins me by phone. Thanks for taking the time to talk with me today. Absolutely. Glad to be here. So you're running for a re-election to represent the 33rd District. Why did you decide to run for another term? I feel like I've been incredibly successful and uh, just have gotten a lot of things done, but I definitely have more things that I want to get done, and I've been you know, a great representative of our people, both for Idaho Falls and the state of Idaho, and you know, just want to keep moving uh, freedom and liberty forward and uh, fighting for our constitutional rights, particularly for freedom of speech and freedom of religion, and knowing that we are on the BYU-Idaho channel, that that idea of constitutional rights and freedom of speech and freedom of religion should resonate with every single BYU student here. Uh, looking back at this this last session specifically, what are some of the actions that you took as a representative that you feel the most proud of? Well, certainly I was an actual sponsor of uh, Senate Bill 1309, which was the Idaho version of the Texas heartbeat. And, you know, as as this is now, of course, being challenged in the courts, this is legislation, uh, pro-life legislation, that actually will begin to save babies' lives. It is actually saving lives of children, babies in Texas. And let me just say this, that, man, the left is so good – uh, at, at disseminating misinformation and making people think something's being done that it isn't. This legislation does not allow the rapist nor his immediate family nor his distant family to sue or in any way, shape, or form be involved with um, the mother or any child that may be born. So this the this legislation does not touch anything to do with rape or incest as is being uh, purported by actually a lot of media and many of those who oppose this sort of legislation. But again, all of us who, you know, are listening here in BYUI land, I'd like to think that we are very much supportive of this because we know the importance of life. Uh, touching on that piece of legislation, that that social issue and other social issues were addressed um, in this past legislative session. Um, there was also a debate around content in libraries and funding for libraries as a result of that. Um, critical race theory uh, and, and different issues that, that are um, a little bit more of social issues. What would you say to people who may think that these are not issues that are um, of utmost importance when it comes to uh, things that matter to Idahoans? They're fooling themselves is what I tell them. I believe that the social issues have changed America and certainly are trying to change Idaho much more quickly than anything to do with taxing issues, although the ARPA money certainly is catching up to that. But it's social issues. It's the social fabric of our society. When you, when you take a social issue that destroys the family, and right now, not only are we trying to destroy the family, we, there is a war on women. When you try to redefine what a, a woman is, when you redefine what family is, when you destroy the family, especially through pornography, that's how you destroy a community. That's how you destroy the state. And most assuredly, that is how you destroy the nation. So any any student at BYU-Idaho who thinks differently, you know, you all invite me up there and let's sit down and talk to uh, talk about it because somewhere we've gone wrong and we're missing the point of, of, of both our constitution and our religion and what's important to us. This is at the heart of who we are as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And 
another another big thing from last session was the $1.9 billion surplus. That was a record surplus for the state of Idaho. Um, looking back at the ways that that, that surplus was spent and the budgets. Uh, there was a lot of funding that went to education. There was also a um, income tax cut. What are your thoughts on the spending of the surplus in this past session? Well, first, we want to make sure, because there seems to be some great confusion surrounding what that $1.9 billion surplus was. And many people are thinking it also has to do with ARPA. No, ARPA stands on its own, like uh, $2.5 billion or, or something like that. The, the $1.9 billion surplus literally was, was a surplus of money generated with uh, spending and people coming and using and buying and being here in Idaho. So that $1.9 billion, though we can argue how many different ways we could or maybe should uh, spend it, I, I was part of the group that signed on as a co-sponsor to the largest tax cut in the history of Idaho. And I am definitely proud of it, that now. Having said that, as that had to do with income tax, many people say, well, why? Why that? Because your income tax is the fairest way to give that money back because that is distributed back. Everybody got something, but equitably speaking, those who paid more got more. And, and you know, in many ways, that's how it is. If, if, um, and, and as we actually watch those who actually end up making more, oftentimes those who are the biggest donors and givers and helpers of charity – and so we want to be able to keep those things going and separate from the government. Now, what I would like to see moving forward, because um, uh, we certainly spent a lot of that money on education, of which I was certainly supportive. But if I'm anticipating this upcoming year, we're also going to have another surplus. And with this surplus, we need to actually do something uh, that gets us started in the right direction for property tax. I'm not. Many of my colleagues talk about property tax relief. No, no, no. I don't want. I want a change, an actual change in property tax, because property tax is the most egregious tax out there. It literally means that if I pay my home off, which I have, that if I don't pay my property tax, and that property tax can be voted on and imposed by other people as to what that amount is, that they can come and take my home. We need to change that because that is not at all constitutionally sound on what the founders expected. I would much rather go to a large user tax. And many of the people, as we had seen, there is a piece of legislation introduced where uh, that property tax would have been shifted, as well as uh, monies that had gone to counties and cities would then uh, be, be distributed through the state property taxes for all homeowners. Now, not talking about other property, but your actual homeowner residents would have been relieved and we would no longer be paying like two-thirds of our uh, current property taxes and would only be paying those things associated with schools because those are things on which we vote. I am in favor of having this conversation because we need a complete uh, redo of how we approach property taxes. So though I, you know, it's great to have some property tax relief. Most of the relief that uh, colleagues talk about just has to do with the shifting of the tax. I am not for that. I want to abolish uh, the theft of property tax on our home. So I'm looking at a brand new way of, of you know, approaching property taxes, and uh, I'd much rather see a higher user tax. And then looking forward to a potential um, following term if elected, what do you think would be the difference between uh, you in office and for another term and um, and what would happen if your opponent, Miranda Mark, I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce well, her my name. Current, my current opponent right now is Jeff Thompson, a Republican that's reached out to the Democrats. Um, my current oh. opponent 
has been caught in a lie after lie after lie. So the best thing uh, to begin with that you're going to get from me is you're going to get somebody with honesty, with integrity, and somebody that can that cares about my own character and, and will uphold the values that I say I'm upholding. I really am conservative. I believe in giving you as much freedom and liberty and, and standing there and advocating for your parental rights and advocating uh, for your freedom and wanting to keep Idaho the kind of place that I grew up in. So, uh, you know, at, we'll worry about the uh, November election in November. Right now I've got the May 17th election coming up. And uh, the gentleman, like I say, running against me has reached across the aisle. He wants to kind of imitate John McCain. And John McCain, though he is a Republican, he reached across the aisle so many times that I think he, he stabbed Republicans in the heart. It was, it was sad. Mm. And just to conclude the interview, is there anything else that you'd like to say to the voters of District 33? Um, you know, I encourage the voters of District 33 to, you know, look at the things that I've done, because one of the things that even my opponents say about me is that I work hard. I don't quit working. When I'm out there, I I'm a, I spend my time at the Capitol. I'm not out partying and going to dinners and things such as that. I am usually in my office working and reading and and trying to respond and and doing what I can to work, not just for the people of Idaho Falls, but the state of Idaho. Uh, after all, that's what we are as a state representative. So I encourage us to continue to support those people uh, throughout the state who will adhere to those values that are constitutional. Because when all is said and done, no matter what you may want, the ultimate supreme law of the land is our Constitution of the United States. And then after that, we hit our Idaho state constitution. Those should be the laws by which we govern our actions. And if we want to change them, we can, but there's a process for that. So thank you for having me on. And, um, you know, I, I love coming on BYUI radio, radio years ago. I was uh, Rick's college student, but only for a year. So we're fortunate to have BYU in our backyard, and uh, we hope that BYU will truly turn out uh, peculiar people, people who are willing to stand up for our religious freedoms uh, and and be advocates for uh, our religion and to keep keep religion in the public square. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about your platform and why you're running. Really appreciate it. You are welcome. Hey, thank you so much. (laughs)